Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action, hour number two, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin live from the South Point Hotel Casino, tip of the strip. Still to come, our AL Central preview as we continue our division-by-division previews in baseball with the baseball season set to start on Thursday. And, of course, though, tonight, a little more than an hour away, the national championship. Uh, Kelly, let's uh, see what the number is on that. And, of course, any hockey game scores you have. Yeah, two NHL games in progress if you are uh, betting tonight. Got the Bruins in the Blue Jackets, 1-1 at the first intermission. Bruins minus 265 live. Blue Jackets plus 190. Six and a half your live total. Juice to the over. Maple Leafs and Lightning all tied up at one apiece. Nine minutes left in the first period of that one. Lightning minus 150 live. Maple Leafs plus 110. Seven and a half your live total. We have the Coyotes and the Blues starting here soon. Uh, at Just in a few minutes from now in St. Louis. Blues minus 425 over at DraftKings. Coyotes plus 320 on the money line. Six and a half. Your live total uh, in that game tonight. As far as national championship game over at DraftKings right now, uh, current line is Kansas four minus one fifteen, and then one fifty two. Your total. If you are looking to play the money lines, Isaiah and I were looking at this earlier. Just it's kind of like this whole Super Bowl thing, you know. We talk about sometimes the money line gets bet heavy, heavier on the dog. So shop around. Definitely look at that stuff if that's how you're looking to bet tonight. Over at DraftKings, it is minus two hundred on Can- on Kansas and plus one seven. On North Carolina, Matt Cox with uh, dropping the uh, the nugget of the night, perhaps so far on this show, which is he's hearing, <laughs> you know how that goes, that that Baycott is is not anywhere close to 
in good recovery mode from his injury in the closing stages of that game against Duke. By the way, when Baycott got hurt, were you guys like, oh, this is how Coach Gaze can advance? Of course there's an injury. Oh, yeah. Of course it's going to happen this way. I I, I I didn't believe until the final, final, I don't know. I didn't either. Minute and a half of that game that they were actually going to lose. When Caleb Love hit the three to go up four. That's, yeah. that's, that's the first time I believed. The uh, He also did say he believes that, that Caleb Love has a has a pretty good shot to be the leading scorer of the evening. That is a prop over at DraftKings, and it pays four to one on on Love to be the leading scorer tonight. All right. If anybody wants to dabble in that again, a little more than an hour away, UNC and Kansas, two blue bloods, but at the same time, kind of both surprises to get in their own certain ways to the national championship game. Our baseball previews continue with the AL Central tonight. Uh, and the AL Central, well. One club not like the others. Although the Twins might have something to say about this. Uh, And then there's a lot of love anecdotally for the Tigers. Not to necessarily get to the promised land or anything, but to have a much finer season and to make some noise. Maybe a postseason team. Let's start with the White Sox at at the top, Matt, uh, who just had a Lance Lynn situation this weekend. Yeah, so this was this is not great for for this squad. So they go out and look. They did add to the they did add to the bullpen, which was I thought really good move on their part. They brought in Kendall Graveman. He's a right-handed sinker baller to help out. He he can also do some long relief if need be as well. They brought in Joe Kelly to add to that bullpen. They brought in Vince Velasquez, who can kind of be a a bridge guy if need be. Well, after this news, he might actually have to end up being a being a starter for them as well. They brought in Josh Harrison, a guy who's pretty vol. Uh, I mean, pretty versatile and able to use him in several different ways as well. And you know, this is one of those things, Gil, where I think you you take a look and you you start to say, okay, well, everything's going right for this team. You kind of look at this. Uh, you kind of look at this this pitching staff and like Giolito at the top, a guy who's a Cy Young candidate that everybody is super, super high on. You got Dylan Cease, who has been pretty good as well. Michael Kopech is a, certainly a huge prospect that, that everyone's looking forward to. Dallas Keuchel is a guy, just an innings eater. And then you had Lance Lynn coming off of a sub three ERA season. They were confident enough in him to give him another two year deal because they figured that he was going to be able to, to uh, kind of replicate what you got. Instead, he's got a knee injury, and he is out with a knee injury. They say they're, they're going to keep him off the mound for four weeks, which, as we know, without pitchers work. So if he's off of the mound for four weeks, well, then you start, like, throwing short distance. Then you start throwing longer distance. Then you actually start throwing off a mound again and all that. So, like, he's probably out more like six to eight weeks, like when this is all said and done here. So, And that's probably best-case scenario for him. So this is a guy who was your – I'm sure they would call him their their solid number two starter, um, if you wanted to say Cease was two and he's three, whatever. But you know, again, a topper top end of their rotation type guy here that they're going to miss for two months. I would say probably minimum, and it could be longer than that. And that's that's a big hit, right, for for this team even as deep as they are. That being said, just from a talent perspective, when you do look up and down this lineup, I mean, Tim Anderson, Luis Robert, Jose Abreu, Juan Mancata, you've got Eloy Jimenez, Yasmani Grandal, they trade for A.J. Pollock, so he's going to slot in there as well. Gavin Sheets is a big, uh, is a big prospect of theirs, and then Josh Harrison, that guy that, you know, 
can basically play anywhere in the infield or outfield is probably going to be the guy that finds a place every single day. He just might be playing different positions all over the place. They have another guy last year in Andrew Vaughn, who was a super high prospect for them. He's dealing with a little bit of an injury situation right now, but he'll be he'll be back in short order, and then he'll work his way into the lineup maybe as a DH for them. And so they are not short on bats whatsoever. It's just can Giolito cease, and then they're going to need Kopech to step up and be, you know, every bit of the prospect that that, that people thought he could be. Keuchel's just an innings eater at this point, right? Like he's a bottom of the rotation guy that is doesn't really have a great stuff anymore, but it's going to get you a four or five ish ERA. He's going to, but he's not going to get hurt because he doesn't throw hard and all that. So I mean, it's it's he'll eat up, you know, hundred and. 70 something innings for you and that's good for a bottom of the rotation guy for 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 this team. So I get why they're the I I completely understand why they are the favorite. You got Liam Hendricks as a closer who's been a shutdown guy for them. He's awesome. You bring in Graveman to help with that bullpen. You bring in um and and you bring in some of these uh some of these other guys that are going to be coming off of the bench as well. Like Adam Ingles another another really interesting guy. Lurie Garcia is another interesting guy that again just if Push comes to shove, you, you had to start these guys. Like you wouldn't feel like it was a huge, huge knock to your to your team. So I, I get it. I think that they're, I think that they're definitely the favorite in this uh, in this division, and I understand why the odds are where they are. I do think though. Oh, go ahead. I do think though that the the Lynn thing is not to just be brushed over though. Yeah, and uh, of course, Craig Kim- Kimbrell was traded to the Dodgers. AJ Pollock. Hopefully for the White Sox, he stays healthy. Uh, he came back in that deal, and as Matt said, Liam Hendricks was the closer anyway. Craig Kimbrell was always a very strange fit mm-hmm. with the White Sox pitching in the eighth inning. Uh, and Carlos Rodon, of course, who was the ace of the staff, along with Giolito. Uh, Rodon had the the MVP-type season last year. He is now with the San Francisco Giants. Um, I, they should be the favorite. Do you agree that, as we, as we throw up the DraftKings numbers, do you agree that they should be a minus-195 favorite, though? And the next best team, the Twins, are at five to one. I think that's a little. I think that's a little stout because I think I'm a little higher on the Twins and Tigers Me than too. maybe the, most the twins people are. Anyway, I am. Yeah. So I'm. You know, I, I think that's a little stout on them. I don't think I would go. I don't think I would do the 195. If anything, I would probably just go over to the the win total or something like that and and play the play the win total. Ninety one and a half on the White Sox win total because you do because they are going to get. The Royals and Guardians, right? Like uh, yeah. se- several times, and they're so they're going to get that. And you know, maybe the Tigers don't live up to the expectations that I think anyway. So that that could end up being some some easy games for them as well. But yeah, I, I think the one ninety five is not playable for the me. The Twins are at eighty one and a half season win total. They are five to one to win the AL Central at DraftKings. Carlos Correa, big, huge pickup. They would not get outbid for Carlos Correa. Sonny Gray's there. A couple Yankees, Urshela and uh, Sanchez come over. Dylan Bundy, if that floats your boat. And then there's Byron Buxton, who, you know, to me, is one of the best sort of underrated best players in baseball. So they got they got, yeah, they got it, players, man. It seemed like this was going to be like, oh, okay, they're going to break it down and rebuild. And then they like, and, and then they kind of threw everyone for a loop and that they're not going that direction as all. I mean, at all. I mean, they did get rid of Josh Donaldson, but again, Josh Donaldson aging guy like, you know, we don't know for sure that that production's going to be 
at the le- at that level, you know, really anymore. Um, so they bring in Gary Sanchez, Gio Urshela. They bring in Sonny Gray, as you mentioned. They bring in Carlos Correa. They bring in uh, Joe Smith as a reliever. They've got Dylan Bundy, who could be used kind of either in long relief or back-end starter guy as well. Um and so, and then the extension for for Buxton. So, I mean, they decided, oh no, we're not we're not rebuilding. We're actually going after this thing. And you look at this lineup, and Buxton, Polanco, Correa, you know, Sano is a guy that is has all the potential in the world. Strikes out too much, but I mean, he you know, if he can rein that in, he's another guy that that really and truly could could be a big big thing for them. I imagine they'll probably DH Gary Sanchez just because he's so bad at catcher. Like he's just so bad. But you know, he's he's got a bat, right? And so so I imagine they'll they'll DH him. Alex Kirillov is a huge prospect for them that's gonna end up starting from day one for them out there. And then you add Urshela, who's a kind of an underrated guy as well. I mean, he's a two seventy ish hitter on base somewhere in that three twenty, three thirty range. And so I think that this team is a little bit better than people are giving them credit for. Now the rotation, I do, I do understand you're going to need, cause I brought in Chris Archer as well. Right. So like you're going to need at least 85th percentile Chris Archer, right. But for, because what we've seen from Chris Archer over the last couple of seasons has been terrible. You're going to need Sonny Gray to be Sonny Gray the last couple of years, not Sonny Gray of, of of the years before that. So, I mean, you are going to need things to work out from a rotation standpoint. There are a couple guys in the minors that maybe end up making their debut this season for this team. But I think they are much more live in this division than the odds indicate. I think so, too. Of course, I thought that last year, too. As did I. And they got crushed. My worst yeah. bet I made all, all, all last season. So uh, don't let me down twice here, Minnesota. <laughs> not that I have a bet on them. And I didn't have a bet on them either uh, last year, but I just thought so much more highly of how their season went ultimately. Tigers, Guardians, Royals. We'll get to the bottom, if you will, of the AL Central. We'll do that next. A couple really uh, interesting additions to the Tigers starting rotation as well. They are making moves. Remember, they had a pretty decent year last year as well. We'll get to those. And, of course, in an hour, the national championship right here on VEASAN's Primetime Action. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds you know, the basketball nerds. Like, you know, who's ready to get Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, going to the, Not the Big East tournament? They're, well, I mean, they could. maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton? Is a, is, a, is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of and those. Then never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? The about- whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. But the six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Draft your lineup to win cold, hard cash, and chill. Play the Fantasy Baseball Throwdown presented by Coors Light for free. Draft a winning lineup for your shot at a share of $5,000 in cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Coors Light Rockies now to join the action. Coors Light, perfect shot of refreshment. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Have you made a... Uh, a responsible wager on this uh, basketball game? I, I did. I have, I have played uh, Kansas oh. as, as four-point favorites in this game. Uh, there was some there's some reports coming out from courtside. Mm-hmm. Maybe a key player from North Carolina might not be 100%. We had one of them reports. So, uh, you know, four points. They'll win by, I'm calling it nine, Kelly. Nine. There you go. The number's nine. <laughs> oh, just play the all line. Come on, man. Calling your shot on nine. Do we, do we even have that? Probably, probably not. <laughs> the uh, the a number props were limited here in town. The numbers game championship formula is on the line tonight. Kansas qualifies. North Carolina does not. Wow. Multiple categories. You know what? I've been holding on to that graphic for about six weeks now. I just got rid of it yesterday because I didn't think anybody else qualified. So no, Kansas qualifies. Yeah, tried and true. So if that's any indication, Kansas is winning. You don't even need to watch. Back Were they the played their way into it? Is that what it was? They or? played their way into it a couple games ago, yeah. Uh, adjusted defense. 17th in adjusted defense. Uh, okay, AL Central. Tigers, plus 750 to win the division. 77.5 is their season win total. They are a dog to make the playoffs at plus 380. But I have had some folks on air, namely Paul Spore from Fangraphs, who thinks they're getting to the postseason. Michael Pineda? And Eduardo Rodriguez enter the Tigers' rotation. 
Tucker Barnhart got traded for, so he is um, he's a guy that they added. They added Javier Baez as well, Mm -hmm. which kind of came out of nowhere. Six-year, $140 million deal. Chasing the bag. For him, yeah. Eduardo Rodriguez is another. I mean, that's a big contract for Eduardo Rodriguez, but five-year, $77 million for him. And they add Andrew Chafin in in, in there as well. And they also have two legitimate kind of – rookie of the year candidates in Riley Green and Spencer Torkelson. Torkelson is going to start the year with the big league squad. Riley Green's battling an injury right now. All indications are as soon as he's healthy, he will be with them, but I'm not, you know, I, I, I'm such speculation. I can't say for sure one way or the other when, when it comes to that. But again, both of these guys are like legitimate top tier, top 25-ish, 20, top 30-ish prospects in all of minor league baseball. So these are dudes that are expected to kind of come in and and make a difference. And so you look at like, you know, you, you look at this Tigers team and you start to go, okay, Akil Badu is a guy who is a pretty, got a pretty good pedigree, another guy that everyone is pretty high on. He's going to like be leading year. off for them. And yep. then Robbie Grossman's a pretty solid contributor in that lineup, you add Javier Baez, you you still have Jonathan Scope, you put in Spencer Torkelson, who, again, if he lives up to all the hype, and you throw him in that lineup, Tucker Barnhart comes in, who's a pretty good hitting catcher for this team, and now you're like, hmm, hmm. okay. So you got like six, seven solid good hitters in this lineup, and then you go down to that rotation, and, you know, last year, if you watched our program all last year, Paul Spore, as he, you know, he's a he's definitely a big Tigers fan, but he was telling us about Tariq Skubal and he, you know, saying that basically he thought that maybe he could end up being a rookie of the year candidate. It didn't quite pan out, but he had a pretty decent campaign, right? It was just it wasn't rookie of the year worthy, but he had a pretty decent little campaign. Well, you know, now it's year two for him. So you have him as year two in that rotation. Eduardo Rodriguez has now become your 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 ace, but you you have Scooble. Matt Manning is another big time prospect for them. Who's going to start in the rotation? You have Casey Mize, who's another big time prospect for them. That's going to be in that rotation. So it's kind of like if all these guys have these huge pedigrees, live up to the pedigree. Yeah. Then you're going to be looking at this team going, hmm. I had, you know, I had a bet on Casey Mize to win Rookie of the Year like three years ago. Yeah, that <laughs> just shows you, or two or whatever it was. Yeah, the year that Jordan Alvarez won it, and they were both two hundred to one, and I picked the wrong guy. The 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 thing with all three of those guys, I mean, these again are all top one hundred prospects, and if those guys can kind of put it together, along with some of these younger guys that are going to, you know. Some of these couple of the younger guys are going to have to contribute in the lineup, but then also you just need Baez to be Baez. You just need Badu and Grossman to be who they were over the last couple of seasons. I mean, you, you get all of that, and this is this could be. I think this outside of my my Mariners team is the other team that is at least like a kind of like a scratch your chin worthy type team, People right? Like because yeah. if they hit that, if they do, if they are on the right side of variance with these rookies and these younger guys playing kind of to to what everyone thinks that they're going to be. And this could be one of those teams that shake things up for sure. Let's go to the Cleveland Guardians. New name. Cleveland Guardians 10 to 1 to win the division, 76 and a half. Just a game below the Tigers in the season win total market. Pretty much uh, exactly yes, no playoffs. The same price as that of the Tigers. Uh, Shane Bieber still there. He is lined to have the most wins and the most strikeouts among all pitchers in this division. Uh, Jose, Jose Ramirez is 
line to have the most RBI in this division besides Jose Abreu of the White Sox. But when you you know when you look at teams previews and you say, okay, key losses, key additions, they legit have not a single. Yeah, key there's addition. Is no, there's is, there's is nothing. Yeah. yeah, I mean they signed Brian Shaw, who's a reliever, like to come in. They signed a backup catcher, and literally that's that's it. That's that's all they did. And so it makes you wonder, kind of like what this team is going to look like through the season, which why I consider this team to be unbettable because the thing is, is so you got Jose Ramirez, one of the very, very best players in all of baseball. But the problem is, is he's due a contract. They haven't been able to get a contract done with him. And if they can't get a contract done with him, we know how this all works out. They got to get something for him. They can't just come up empty handed. So he's going to be out of town at some point if they can't get an extension done with him. So over the course of the season, that's going to be the big thing, right? And so if you lose the guy who is the, you know, your 30 home run, you know, 35 home run, 30 stolen base, you know, 280 ish hitter, three, 370 on base guy, this lineup is completely, completely different, you know, and so they're also relying on a bunch of young guys that they need to contribute as well. Bobby Bradley is a big pedigree um, prospect. Uh, Andres Jimenez is another one, but like these are all guys that are going to need to really kind of really kind of turn it up, right? I mean, they're, these are dudes that are really going to need to to produce over the levels that they've shown so far, and so I think this team is kind of unbettable. I, If anything, it would be unders because it seems to me like Jose Ramirez probably wants out of town if he hasn't signed an extension yet. We keep seeing all these. We keep seeing these extensions get done with these guys who want to stay with the teams that they want to stay with, and the guys that want to leave, they they tend to not, and they end up leaving. So um, then you look at the rotation, and it's a whole bunch of dudes that you've basically never, yeah. you know, like outside of Bieber, it's like you know, n- no true proven track record at all for Tristan McKenzie or or Zach Plesac or Cal Quantrill or any of these guys. I mean, you know, they're all guys that could have good seasons, but again, there's no track record for any of these dudes at all. So um, under team for me, bet against team for me, I think that, you know, and again, I think Jose Ramirez is probably going to be on the, on the move at some point. So uh, pretty, pretty big, pretty big fade for me on them. The Royals of Kansas City, 74 and a half is their season win total, 15 to one to win this division. You see all the other numbers as well on the screen in various markets. Zach Granke returns to Kansas City. Returns home, if you will, to his uh, to his first major league team, but the Bobby Witt Jr. era begins. Yes, they traded Mike Miner away and brought in Amir Garrett, so they traded a starter for a reliever. Um, so they bring in Amir Garrett. Zach Greinke comes back just on a one year deal. Zach Greinke is, I think, this is almost like a kind of like a player mentor coach type thing mm-hmm. here. You, like you bring him in and. And he kind of helps out with, you know, been in the league forever. So he's a good guy to kind of bring in and and let these let these guys learn from. But you look at this team kind of top to bottom, and it is, you know, Bobby Witt's going to be inserted. Not only is he one of the top prospects in all baseball, not only is he the favorite to win rookie of the year, they're probably going to slot him in hitting like second or third in that lineup. Like, Jeez. I mean, he's going to be right in there right from the get-go. And so – it's going to be, hey, man, you got to contribute right out of the gate here. But you kind of look, and this is like a sneaky good lineup. I know this Royals team is is not one that jumps off the page here and it's super not, this is not sexy, but Witt Merrifield is just a consistent performer so good. every single year. So good. If Bobby Witt does what he has to do, whatever, let's say Bobby Witt has a signal. Salvador Perez coming off a career year, 
going to be in that three-hole. Andrew Benintendi still plays there for them. Carlos Santana's there. Hunter Dozier is there. Adalberto Mondesi, who, by the way, if you remember, I had the uh, stolen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah how's that ticket doing? How's like, that ticket doing? Like yeah, doing he's he's there. I mean, you know, if he can if he can stay healthy, he's going to steal forty five bags for them for this team. I mean, like it's a sneaky, sneaky good roster if sneak. things kind of break good for them. Now the pitch, you know, the rotation maybe a little bit to be desired. Grinky, Keller, Hernandez, Singer, these are all kind of like middle to end of their career type guys or whatever, but. Uh, certainly, the certainly the lineup is there. Maybe they maybe they're hanging around, and maybe they end up making a move. You know, like maybe they're hanging around middle of the season. They decide to be buyers for sellers. All right, AL Central preview. We got one more, I think, tomorrow. The AL West, I believe. We'll do that tomorrow. Fun Tiger Woods props from Circa next on Veasan's Primetime Action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back at the South Point, primetime action, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. And uh, Matt just hit the foul pole with a uh, plastic water bottle. Sorry about that. Kelly, uh, hmm. I screwed up. Kelly it's like botched the, it. It's like the third time tonight. Hmm. This is, this is, this has been a, this has been a B minus show so far. It's <laughs> not been one of our. It's not on the highlight reel. Yeah. <laughs> like yelling at Gil. There's a read here. We know there. No, 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 no read. We're like there we're, was. There's only. We're four like one teams. team has two picks this year. <laughs> we screwed we're up like, the draft order teams. three times. The draft man. order was the pinnacle of it. <laughs> it turns out there were eight. <laughs> we're gonna come back later with another. I update. don't. Know, I forgot who tweeted at us. Let me pull this up. Robert. Robert for tweeting. Dang, I missed the first 40 minutes of the show. Can you guys redo it? I'm like, you didn't miss <laughs> you anything didn't miss besides anything. us screwing it up. It, it took us 40 thing. minutes to figure stuff yeah, out. You, you, didn't, you didn't miss a thing. You're good. You're, you're good, Pondon. Don't worry about it. All right, shout out to Circa and Matt Metcalf, who put up some fun Tiger Woods props. And again, they're not like trying to make money on these things. Just something fun to bet on. And people certainly have been betting them. Will Tiger complete one or more strokes in the Masters? Look where the yes is now, especially after you spent an hour watching him today, Matt. Yeah. Yes, minus fifteen fifty that he will in fact. It's up to minus sixteen hundred. This okay. just in from downstairs. How yeah. many teams have two picks in the first round? Oh, okay. Twelve. Minus sixteen hundred now on the yes for Tiger Woods to complete one stroke. By the way, the word complete is awesome. Because what if he like starts it and then like the club falls out of his hand on the backstroke? Like, That's not complete. All right, this is how much this has moved. Five minutes ago, I'm getting word from downstairs. Five minutes ago it was minus sixteen hundred. It's now down to minus eight hundred. Oh. On the buyback. So that's finally coming in on the other side, I guess. This thing's been bouncing around all day. Really because it's like 10 to 1 on the nose. Yeah, right? there's, so there's so many people who sure. just can't, like, can't resist. Yeah, can't resist. Uh, and it looks like, again, right now, that he will give it a go. Tiger Woods, first round score set at 75 with the under slightly juiced. Would you bet that? <sighs> I mean, that might be the toughest one on here. Of of whether or not I would bet or not, Matt. Like I don't I don't know what you think. I I think that's one I'd have to stay far away from. I would only bet the over, but but I'm you know I'm not inclined here. This one is more interesting, I think, to me. This to make the cut, getting plus money on the yes because of what we broke down. Yeah, you know, and and again, we'll if you listen to the 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 Megapod or whatever. But I mean, guys, there so there's 91 people in this tournament. But when you start kind of whittling down between 
the people that are have the lifetime exemption and then the amateurs that are in there and then the guys that are going to play just because it's a Masters, but they're coming in hurt or not in, you know, in terrible form and all that. You really kind of only get down to about 70, 71, 72 players, and it's 50 in ties that make the cut. And so, like, Tiger doesn't even have to really – play yeah. all that well. Yeah. Right. Like he doesn't really have to play all that well in order to make the cut. And so like to get plus money on that is is at least somewhat interesting. Because it's again, it's like a legit fifteen golfer window between those that make the cut and the Sandy Lyles of the world. I th- I think I'd want like plus one forty or something like that, and I, and then I think it'd be a bet for me. I'm I'm with you, man. I, I think that's I I'm not counting him out. If he tees it up, I think he can make the cut for sure. I, I think when we get into finishing position, it gets a little bit more awkward. But to make the cut, I absolutely think he can do it. And one other guy that won't be playing, Adam Hadwin, who you will hear me uh, mention <laughs> in bets earlier on this show and in the Megapod. Another we'll thing, another thing that took us an hour to figure. <laughs> right. <out. laughs> Finishing position, by the way, right now is 57 and a half. This has bounced all over the place, too. Didn't this get at down as low as like 34 and a half or something? I, the lowest I saw it, but I, I I mean, this is, you know, it's probably 36 hours between Friday over right. Saturday where I didn't see it. 47 and a half was the lowest I oh, saw. Oh, I think it, it got lower than that. But I we're, was we're hoping back to, bet, to 57. If it got half. lower than 40, I, uh, that sucks because I was looking to bet on it if it, it hit 40. So 57 and a half is. You make the cut and not much more. Like you, you, you sit here and you look, and it's like again, we're we're talking about this whole, you know, will he make the cut? Will he won't make the cut or something like that? I mean, you know, guys that made the cut last year, you know, Adam Scott shot seventy four, seventy three, right? So two over, one over, he made it at three over. You know, he he made it. At three over, Jim Herman shot seventy six seventy, so he four over, and he, ma- he you know he made the cut. So when we're sitting here trying to say is that like you know again he can can he play par golf? Like I mean he doesn't even have to do much. Like, can he play par golf? And it's Tiger Woods at Augusta. Can he play par golf? Is all we're asking to make the cut. Like I mean again I do not think he contends at all. I would not bet one right dollar. On an outright, on or him. top ten, or top oh, yeah. twenty. Like, I'm not I don't interested think in tens, but again, we're we're, t- we're talking about fifty in ties. So last year it was fifty four players that ended up making the cut, right? And so it just to me that's uh, at, at plus money, specifically like you're saying, if it c- continues to creep up between yeah. now and Thursday, I mean that's a that might be something I would sprinkle a little bit on. Would you would you target him in matchups at all? Someone they're not going to. I, I, if they're not going to post many. You think they're going to post any? Maybe one, and it's going to be like not juicy at all. For yeah. sure, they're not dumb. No, no, no. I know, but like it's the. I'm trying to like it's the some of those really low end players that you might see some matchups against. But is that you know is it, is it going to be worth betting? Well, what will be interesting is if he like if he makes the cut and actually plays. Respectable golf, and then what? Do you what will you see him in like a one round matchup kind of thing? Come third round, yeah. fourth round, and like the other thing is it's these ma- these matchups, right? And it's just for us again that don't have access to the rest the rest of the country books. Like Damn. the people who play these matchups early, like they're they're sharp guys, like they're guys that are golfers. Yeah. So like you you go and you look, and the ones that are posted at DraftKings, right? The casual better who doesn't know anything about golf. There's a list. It there's there's Bryson versus Sam Burns, right? Casual better would be like, oh, Bryson whatever. 
Bryson's plus 125, Sam Burns is minus 150. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, like people have come in and they've hammered Sam Burns over Bryson because, one, they know he's hurt. Mm-hmm. He's playing like crap. Like, the whole nine yards. So, it's just like it's hard to get in on any of these – it's sure, hard to get any of these unless unless it's like you're sitting there when they drop, and then you can probably find some, some Circa value. does have one up. Tiger versus Webb Simpson. Tiger plus 170. Hmm. Yeah. Webb Simpson with injuries. Webb Simpson, yes. That's what they, so they paired yes. up two injury yeah. guys, like two withdrawal, like – like two guys that could equally like is like nah, you're withdraw. right, Matt. It's gonna be people like that. Like though, I I think I in it's they're both both hurt. I mean, Webb has not been playing good at yeah. all. So it's one I wouldn't touch it. And, and like I think that's a PSA. Like don't go touch this because either one of these guys could end up withdrawing at any point. That was an interesting thing you just said though. You go two guys with injuries, it, but Tiger technically I guess doesn't have an injury. You're right, technically right. is. I mean, if if it's plus one, I would obviously only take Tiger in that. Like if it's yeah. if he's if he's plus one seventy, I would only take Tiger in that because he's probably less likely to withdraw than than Webb. Like because Webb has a legit injury, where mm-hmm. Tiger it would just be like, well, my legs like just can't yeah. take the walking. You right? Know? Did we talk about top ten and top twenty? We didn't. Tiger top ten. The yes is plus eight seventy. The no, he's also at circa minus thirteen fifty, and then top twenty plus three eighty five on the yes, no minus four eighty five, appropriately priced. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, appropriately priced. I wonder yeah. if any one of us during our uh, our draft this week for the Masters ends up taking one of those. I can tell you this as well because we can't lay four eighty six. We should put in a double points <laughs> stipulation for this week's draft if we do a Tiger one. Um, Double points <laughs> because of the way the that the cut special? works. Yeah. Um, because of the way that the cut works at the Masters, I can tell you, you know, just a little bit of a difference here, and you'll hear this as we go throughout the course of the week, and also when we do our draft on Wednesday. So DraftKings went to top thirty as opposed to top forty this week. So because of the way that 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 cut works and, yeah. and all that, rare, so they they typically put up a top forty market, they put up a top thirty market. Instead, because again, Makes it's sense. just yeah, it is shorter field. Uh, so many make the cut, the whole nine yards. So yeah, it's it's so it's top thirty this week instead of top forty. Matt has alluded to it a couple times tonight, but uh, for those who want a deeper dive into the eighty sixth edition of the Masters, a tradition like unlike any other, uh, we do have a beating the book megapod on the eighty sixth Masters. Joe Pita, who literally wrote the book on analytics at Augusta. Uh, He goes through his top 10 picks, also goes through the top 10 course factor golfers uh, on the course there at Augusta, who, in other words, consistently plays above their level on that course over time. And then, speaking of analytics, Kelly and Matt with a deep dive into their modeling of this tournament and who they ended up picking. Of course, here on Primetime Action, Kelly and Matt will revisit that with some extra stuff a little later in the week. But if you want to uh, check that out, that should be out, I would I would imagine, by the morning. Depends how Jason Kahn gets around to it. <laughs> we put it on Kahn. The wrath of Kahn. Um, so uh, check that out. The Beating the Book podcast, wherever podcasts are distributed. And we got some great guests this week, too. Brad Gaiman will be on with us tomorrow to talk to Masters. David Barnett from Tour Junkies on Wednesday will be on with us to talk Masters. So great guests as well this week. All right. Well, when we come back... We'll look at our one and done from this past week at the Valero Texas Open and how our draft did as well. J.J. Spawn. You have him? Huh? Nope. No, no Spawn for me. Gaiman did, apparently. Did he really? Yeah. Wow. All right. We'll look at all that next. Beast's Primetime Action. 
Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my That's my dance, <laughs> Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get everything you need to bet on baseball this season with 24 7 streaming, daily best bet emails, including advice, date, and strategy for only $19. Our all digital MLB guide at VSIN.com is available now, and Adam Burke has futures, team previews, and best bets for all 30 clubs, plus Jason Weingarten's MLB futures bets, trends, and more. Sign up today and get full access to VEASAN through the start of baseball season, the Masters, and the NFL Draft for only $19. That's $19. We're still at 27-something-something-something-something Canadian. 27-something-something Canadian. Accurate. It's at VEASAN.com slash spring. 23. Guys. What? Fun fact. Fun fact time. I like facts that are fun. If Kansas wins tonight. Yeah. 
the sum of the seeds that they will have beaten, 49. Ooh. That would be the third highest of any national champion since seeding began in 1979. UNLV faced a seed sum of 54 in 1990, and Louisville faced a 51 sum in 2013. So fake champion, they shouldn't get any credit. Yes, if fake, they win this. fake champion. Fake champion. Kansas Louisville, fake Louisville champion. 51 was what year? Uh, 2013. 2013. Um, so these are the teams that had, by seeding, the easiest paths yes. to the national title. And that UNLV team did not need an easy path. <laughs> they were going to crush what was ever, whatever was in their way. You watching wrestling up there on the top TV there? Is that what you're doing? No, everybody else is in the world, oh, though. Okay. So it was... Um, Sportsbook's filling up, by the way. Tur- t- we, uh, we, had, we had remarked... Yeah. I like the word remark. 20 minutes ago that the sportsbook looked empty-ish for a national title. But now here we go. Clearly a bowling well, tournament just done, wrapped up. They're too. done bowling. Oh, they're done bowling. Yes. Well, there's that going on, too. Yeah, for bowling sure. Bowling crowds spill down. Uh, they're, the they're done week. bowling. What's the so. line? Uh, you want to do our one and done in our draft first before we get to Masters odds? Yeah, I guess. Why don't we do that? One and done. Matt Brown taking home the, uh, the top prize, or at least the most money, in our season-long one and done. Uh, Adam Hadwin was your guy? Adam Hadwin. He... Adam Hadwin would have actually been in contention if he didn't just kind of collapse a little bit on the turn on Sunday. And outside of that, Adam Hadwin would have been would have been right in there. He bogeyed nine and ten, Ooh. and he finds himself in a T four at ten under. Now, eventual champion was thirteen under, so. Even if he'd have parred those holes, you know, who knows. But if there was a guy who was in the clubhouse at 12, maybe that puts a little bit more pressure on Spawn. Yeah. And you never know, like, how any, how everything ends up with with all of that. But, um, but yes, he uh, bogeyed 9 and 10, and that kind of took him out of it. But a, a solid T4 for him, and like we said, is one of the most consistent golfers on tour here over the last couple of months. So good, good on Hadwin. And um, I, I expect some big things out of him here over the rest of the season. Full season stats there. I am still in first. Matt is in second. Kelly still has plenty of time. I am yeah. but I am but a second place away from you, Gil, here this week. Yeah, I don't need Matt Brown pulling any further away from I just me. need a I just need a I just need to find the second place golfer this week. I don't even need to win this week. I just gotta find me the second place guy. I can tell you mine already. JT, lock it in. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. Wow. All right. Lock it in. I, I might not have. Uh, I still got a lot of bets to place. One and done. Justin Thomas, let's go. All right. In the draft, did I get a win ever? Nope. Oh, yes, I did. With 75 United States dollars, Young Gill takes home a win. Uh, how did I do that? Oh, I pushed on Corey Connors and Jordan Spieth, but I won Siwoo Kim top Asian. He to take, was take not the top that. Asian, so that is false. Wow. So he did not win. Oh, that. that's. That is unfortunate that you yes. told me I won, and then I really yes. didn't win. He did not. He, that's a push. Him and Lahiri both shot um, eight under. So that is uh, not a win for Kim. Just added onto the list of tonight. Mm, yeah. What a show this is. Not been. not a win. Uh, that's a push. <laughs> You're right. That's a push. Him too. and Lahiri both shot eight under. So that is not. I still win though. Um, I still win because I had zero dollars. You guys lost money. Wait, no, no, would, no, 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 you would lose. Minus 100. You'd be down 100. You're, you're, oh, is that how this yeah, stupidity yeah, works? Yeah, you'd be down. Wait a yeah. minute. Why am I minus 100 if I pushed it? 
You'd be you'd be at twenty five as well. I'm I'm sorry. Wait, wait, what? No. What, what? Start with five hundred. You're supposed to make five one hundred dollar yeah. bets. So you got two. You got two hundred. You, you got two hundred. You got three hundred seventy five. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. 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 So, so I would win at twenty five. <laughs> so you won losing twenty five dollars. Yes. Yes. Negative negative twenty five dollars for me is the is the winner. Woodland flirted. Woodland flirted. Yeah, he flirted. Woodland flirted. And okay, Woodland, he's going to win the Masters. Woodland flirted, and Woodland just couldn't get anything rolling. I mean, yeah, I know. he finishes T eight instead of T five. The T T five would have gotten me a would have gotten me a, a seven to one there on that one. Um, but boy, Woodland was a guy that I thought as that tournament was progressing yesterday, Kelly. Me too. The way that things were playing out, I was like, oh. He might go win this thing. Oh, and I bet that Friday night, like I was talking. I yeah. was like, I I had a eight to one ticket on him. I I, I was hoping it was like he might go win this thing, and he just kind of sat in neutral for a long time and just never really, never really turned it up. And so, I mean, listen, I'm not. It got me two hundred thirty-four thousand dollars. I mean, like you know, hmm. I mean, you know, hmm. <laughs> he sat in neutral, Gil. He left with a quarter million dollars. <laughs> Imagine mean? for four days' work. Hey, uh, I just want to have a question on the uh, the one the uh, rookie draft, not the rookie draft, the golf draft. Yes. Um, did someone downstairs decide that India wasn't in Asia? Is that what happened? Yeah, it was me apparently. Kelly Bidlin, everybody. I always oversee this. Geographically this challenged. This is this is just added to the list. It, what's funny about that is I actually caught one because we. Uh, uh, I thought Johnny Vegas had had uh, ended up being the top South American. I didn't see Mito Pereira make such a charge on Sunday, apparently. So I, I actually had to correct this and still screwed it up. I think you need a nap. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> this has been... Later, we'll update the uh, how many teams have uh, two picks in the first round of the NFL draft. See if it's still late. <laughs> Here are the actual odds, the outrights, and top 10s and top 20s for the Masters, courtesy of DraftKings. John Rahm, no surprise, 9-1. to one. He's the only guy in single digits to win it outright. You see his top 10 number. You see his top His top 20 is minus 220. Jeez. And then there's Scotty Scheffler, 12-1. to one. JT and Cameron Smith, both at 14-1 to one on the outrights. DJ, 16-1. to one. And then Brooks Kepka, Xander Shoffley, Victor Hovland, Colin Moore, Colin Rory McIlroy lead the 20-1 to one and beyond parade. Yeah, I will say this. If you want Scheffler, um, DraftKings is, is has obviously taken the most money on him of any of the books out there. You can get better than 12 to 1 on Scheffler uh, just about just about everywhere else. And so it, it's they got a lot of liability on him. Some of these other books don't. And so if if that is something you're you're interested in, I mean it, it I get why there's been a bunch of movement on him. I totally understand. He is, you know, one of my favorite picks for for this week, but you can still find a you can still find a 16 out there actually on on Scotty Show. Would you go if you didn't make the bet last week like we did already on Scotty? Would mm-hmm. you go would you say Scheffler or JT to people out there? Justin Thomas has also moved to 12, so he is the same as as Scotty Scheffler since this draft since this graphic got made. Um so if I had to pick between Scheffler and JT yeah. at the same number? Yeah. I mean, at the same number, I'd pick Justin Thomas. Yeah, me too. But you get better with Scotty Scheffler, so, I, I, you know, it changes the calculus a little bit. <laughs> that is true. Wind expected on Friday of 20 miles per hour or more. We talked about this on the Megapod, but we didn't talk about it on the show today. Does that concern you with your modeling? It does not for me. Um, th- this is a pretty tree-lined course. I mean, this is actually really the only defense 
on this course is like the trees and the pine straw, and the pine straw really isn't even all that. Like you talk to these guys now, they're so good at yeah, they get used to it. They're so yeah. good at all this stuff now. Like it used to be a bad thing. Oh, he's in the pine straw, and like how's he gonna play it out? Of the, like these guys are so good now. Like you talk to them now, and they're kind of like oh, hitting off pine straw doesn't bother me anymore. So yeah, I mean like, only six water hazards, forty-one bunkers, not that many. I mean yeah, yeah, and and the only thing I will say about the bunkers though, the sand, the the par save percentage after hitting a bunker is only forty-seven percent. On the course so while there isn't very many bunkers in total they're they're hard once you get in them to like save par so there is that I didn't factor sand saves into mine because there are just so few bunkers that I'm just hoping my guys don't even have to worry about it but um just just you know that's that is a stat if you did want to put it into any of your considerations into any of your any of your models but yeah water's only on four holes really in, on, in, for this one, and it's really just the defense is the length, the the green runoffs. Because again, you can hit the green and think that you're good, and then it's just going to trickle off and it's going to roll <laughs> like it's going to roll right off. We're going to see like so many highlights of that, and then just the landscape itself. I mean, the there's a there's a hundred foot difference between like I think it's the 13th and 14th hole or whatever. You know, you're walking uphill and then back downhill, and all it's just the terrain and all the stuff is really just the the defense of the course. Kelly, you looking more forward to the game tonight or one shining moment afterwards? Oh, my gosh. Absolutely one shining moment. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's why I I asked. can't wait to see what I missed in the tournament, too. One of the greatest <laughs> songs ever. Luther version probably tonight. Uh, we're going to have actual basketball after the break. And Stick we'll, around uh, for hour three and see what we mess up there. <laughs> we'll have prop watch <laughs> for Kansas and Carolina next right here on VEASAN's Primetime Action. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Smart journalism, fascinating topics, words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.